You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Cooligans. Cooligans, what's up? Thank you so much for Kyrie and RJ always bringing us in. How nice. Oh, how nice of them to do that, to come into the studio. Come in. They brought a bunch of people in the background. That's that noise. (laughs) (laughs) They came in. They roll with a posse. uh, They were like, hey, we we have to do this for you guys. Yeah, look, I know there's a game going on, (laughs) (laughs) but we got to do this. There's tons of important things going on. No, I get what you're saying, but I want to make sure. Yeah. Alexis, how are you, man? Not bad. How are you, dude? I'm all right. Yeah. You always got that nice... Nice, smooth delivery. I'm all right. Yeah, pretty chill, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've kind of had a, you know sort of a, a mellow but still exciting because of our lives and they're awesome uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Uh, thank you for calling my life exciting. I no, really. Like... I mean, you had a great set. I went out to uh, Brooklyn to see you at Night Train, Wyatt Snack Show. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was kind a, of a big deal. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, you had a great set. Uh, you tried to film it uh, for. Some something and uh Wyatt not knowing that completely ruined your tape he, he did and so if you don't know Wyatt Tanak was uh he's a comedian he was also on the daily show for a long time right and uh funny guy and it's his show and and I was lucky enough to be on it <laughs> uh, but he he did not know I was taping a set because I wanted to, to film it to submit to like comedy festivals and things like that and he uh you know he played a little prank uh, at the top of the show. A little, little jokey joke. Jokey jokes, what comedians do. Look at us. <laughs> and uh, so he, he tied up uh, the mic cord, you know, very, uh, uh, you know, in a very challenging way where it would yeah. be very difficult to unravel. I would say most comics will mention it when they go to take the microphone off the stand if it's wrapped in two a, or three times. In a weird, yeah, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, this was wrapped, um, I, and, I'm, and I'm not making this up, at least... What forty fifty times? It, that's what it. That's what it felt like. He actually used the cord of another microphone. He, he he grabbed a second mic stand and also grabbed a second microphone and double wrapped all the, uh, the the microphone around both mic. It was very yeah. annoying. I've never seen that before. You know, it's weird. It's, so I taped the set. Yeah, right? you tape. You tape. Yeah, I was there. Me. Thank I was you there very for much. You. Yeah. No, I wanted to make sure we <laughs> caught this on tape. And uh, and it's a very it's a very fun funny moment uh in in comedy history sure glad i was there for it glad i caught it on i had i had a pleasant time on you know unraveling all this cable uh and all that stuff but when i was re-watching the the tape and and i'm watching the set over i it is clearly visible that i am angry you are as annoyed <laughs> as I'm a person can be. I'm super annoyed, but... Which, by the way, still very much a pleasure when you're angry. I don't know. I hit it very... I've never seen you. You, you looked disappointed, but disappointed at somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not disappointed in yourself. You're frustrated and disappointed at the, someone. The best way I could describe it is <laughs> you can visually clearly see me be upset yeah and also not try to burn a bridge no 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 you are showing pearly whites through all of the anger clearly like i'm angry yeah i really wanted this tape because the and the set went well yeah yeah. and i'm i'm just and if i could just explain to people who don't know what this means to have a tape that that is first of all a a bona fide star bringing you to stage yeah why it's an act check uh, great room. This place in Gowanus. What left field? Uh, left field? Li- little, little field. Little field. Little field. Absolutely beautiful. Old warehouse. Massive space. It looks like a theater. About two hundred people there. Two hundred people. Least. There's there's hundred and fifty people sitting. Fifty people behind them standing, trying to see Christian. Okay, <laughs> pushing, but, clawing yeah, at each clawing. other. <laughs> I heard one person yell, "He's my Christian!" <laughs> in the back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was me actually. Uh, there's, I mean, people standing. The, the crowd is jam-packed in there. This is a highlight of a night. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? Sometimes when they ask you to go first, it's fine, you know, because they know you're good enough to bring the crowd up. You think to I'm, yourself, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. No, you're not. And you shouldn't be because you're that good. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> maybe the host does it. This host is killing. Yeah, you know? yeah. You got whites. And I mean, this is perfectly placed. I'm thinking the whole time, what a great tape this is going to be. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, something I've never seen before. <laughs> He was, and he actually said, "This is my way of tripping up 
the first comedian. Yes. By the way, this is nothing against Wyatt. He's having fun. It's his show. I, do whatever exactly. you want. Had no clue. No idea. That Me I was... and everyone else in the sound booth, hands over open <laughs> mouths. Hands over open mouths. Just wondering. By the way, sound in this place is perfect. Everything, Everything was perfectly placed. All the circumstances right. yeah. were just in place yeah. for a perfect yeah. table. All you, all you need thing. is 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 a, a comedian who is competent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And somebody go up and say words. <laughs> just say words. <laughs> say words and stop after ten <laughs> seconds. Every ten seconds, stop so the crowd can applaud. The only thing missing was the crowd chanting your name. <laughs> that was it. That was the only thing missing. This was your special. Yes. And. Uh, and, you know, for the jokes you were able to get out after you masterfully figured out uh, the microphone. One of my favorite moments was it was that second microphone you realized wasn't as wrapped up. Uh-huh. So you were like, hey, why don't I just go grab that well, one? Well, no, no, I did not go grab that mic because it wasn't as wrapped up. It was because the mic that I did use was not on. Right. But they had switched after you started. Yes. The, the sound booth swapped. And then he thought, I'm just going to go up there and bring him a fresh mic and a fresh cord. Yeah. So the sound booth guy swaps mics on you because he thinks you're going to go, you're going to figure out, and then use this mic. Correct. Swaps the mics on you. So now he's cut off the other one, turned on the (laughs) one you just tried to use. Yeah. Now here comes this awesome moment where I'm the only one who knows (laughs) what's about to happen. And I said, this is going to be awesome. He, You put the mic back. Walk over to the other one, Mm -hmm. which you had moved away because you're like, I figured this puzzle out. Exactly. And then you pick it up and the crowd is starting to applaud because you figured out, I just use the other one. And you say hello to nothing. To nothing. There's (laughs) no sound comes out of the microphone. And the crowd erupts in laughter. And I'm thinking, fuck, (laughs) why didn't you just talk into the first? Eventually it got figured out and you had a great set, but not. And then you get interrupted by Wyatt. I get interrupted in the middle of the Yeah. Wyatt doesn't like And and that's all it was. He he did not know that. If I wasn't taping it, I, I honestly. Honestly, if I if I wasn't taping it, I think I would have had more fun with it. Yeah, I, I I realized, especially after watching the clip, I'm like, I'm I'm a little bit more reserved than I want to be. Yeah, and that's and that is the me show that you know. There's, there's a few things I'm juggling. I'm like, I don't I want to get a, a, a clean tape. Right, and then I also don't want Wyatt to hate me because I don't want to be like visibly angry that i can't get a, a clean tape so i was trying to manage all of those things at once and you could tell you're still trying to hold out hope that there's a way to save this for the tape yes yeah, and you get like, that is so clear that on is, the tape it is <laughs> that i'm trying fully to- <laughs> in fact if you load this up and i hope you do mention maybe through a little scrolling text in the beginning let people know that you had the only intentions <laughs> in the world yes to, to, to try to make a great tape out of this and uh, you know people are probably thinking why are they talking about the word tape the word tape is still being used it's just a link yeah okay so no one thinks it's like you know rolling 60 yeah. millimeter film okay <laughs> Uh, but boy, boy, you didn't get a goddamn chance, did you? I did not. Uh, you know, what I, a fun video, a you fun video, fun a, time, not great, what you wanted, great show. I uh, cannot be, you know, I'm not bitter about it. No, shouldn't be. Uh, and you know, it was a great moment in comedy. It, it was, and and even for, for myself and my own comedy career, I'm like, this is a good moment. I showed like my brother. Uh, the tape. Uh, happy birthday, William. Fortieth yeah. uh, birthday. All right, Willie, my, my brother. Uh, showed him and he loved it and yeah. i think it's a it's a fun uh uh on its own it's a fun thing to watch yeah as a thing you want to submit it, no. you know I, you don't want to submit it and be like hey look uh at the beginning <laughs> yeah, like yeah. why it was like let me play like yeah. look he does this show in brooklyn and it's like his show and he could do kind of whatever he wants. Yeah. it was killing so it was really funny <laughs> just keep in mind that he kind of like yeah. did a weird thing to me. I, you so know watch the first eight minutes <laughs> but then pay attention to the jokes here's yeah. my here's two things that i think uh, now that we, I look back, I think are genius. One that it was actually filmed because there was an opportunity. There was a chance that this didn't even get filmed. Yeah, uh, this would have just been I, lost. I also was v- I, like, I thought about this for about two months. I'm like, I'm gonna get a nice tape here. I'm working on the set, everything. I even brought, uh, uh you know, I brought the the microphone, on, put the microphone on the camera. I had the booth record the audio. Yeah, I you had, were gonna sync. I had my love under my shirt. Did you really? Yes, to record the audio just in case one of the audio, like. Did you go into your iPhone or did you go into your Zoom? Did you have into your Zoom? my iPhone. Okay, good, smooth. Very, very prepared. You're, I mean, you're all over the place. You're like, <laughs> you're, you're more prepared than prank shows. Could not uh, prepare for Wyatt doing what no, he did. No, no, once that's... again, you make a decision. You make a choice and. For those of us who don't believe in a higher power like myself, <laughs> Wyatt laughs. Uh, you make a plan and Wyatt laughs. Exactly. Uh, here's the other thing that's genius. One, you recorded it, which mm-hmm. is great that you have all of that. And two, I, for some reason, hit record 
when I thought he was going to say your name, and I, we have everything. Yeah, we have the whole thing. We have him contemplating doing it and actually doing it, and, and the whole thing is recorded. So there's no like you know weird cell, phone, and you're not allowed to use your cell phone in this venue. Mm-hmm. So if somebody would have picked up their cell phone, they would have disrupted the whole thing. So yeah. the only way you could have recorded is the way you did it, which is perfect. So I'm glad you have it. You should put it up on your website or put it up on soccercooligans.com. <laughs> I'll put it so up people can too. see it because uh, <laughs> people should at least get one or two of your jokes. It's a fun moment. Awesome. Uh, very funny. Um, we're not here to talk about Christian's comedy career. I Actually, we are the whole uh, so the whole hour <laughs> scheduled for yeah. my career. Somebody, please help me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is our way of helping uh, of you reaching for help. I'm sorry, crying for help is uh, trying to do a soccer podcast. that's really about you, <laughs> um, which is different because the first what 11 episodes I've mostly made about myself. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, happy that that happened, but we we're going to talk about the world of soccer, and uh, NYCFC hasn't really played a match since our last um, uh, podcast, and the first segment, we typically try to talk a little bit about world soccer, so nothing crazy happening, but one really funny thing you were starting to tell me about before we hit record. What was I trying to tell you about? Uh, about the uh, the dude in uh, the UAE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very well prepared here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love it. That uh, that shows you know the chemistry we've developed uh, since we started doing this podcast. I mean, can it get better? I don't think so. I don't think there's room to grow at this point. We've I literally was like, out. "What are you talking about?" Like, this? like <laughs> stop, just, stop bringing this podcast to a halt. <laughs> I'm sorry that I found a smooth way to transition to it, and you <laughs> refused to remember the thing you told me you wanted to talk about, and I wrote down yeah, as yeah. the first segment. <laughs> People um, don't think we prepare for this at all. We uh, do. It's just that Christian forgets about it as soon as you talk about himself. It, yeah, Alexis. <laughs> it, interesting you bring that up. There was a really funny thing. Well, uh, I cut to two seconds. <laughs> and I'm never going to edit no, this. Just go it. for it. Don't edit this at all. Uh, uh, a, a very interesting story out of the United Arab Emirates. Great time to bring it up. What uh, happened? Uh, you know, uh, yo, so uh, a, a interesting story in, in the Emirates, uh, the international squad. There was a, uh, a player by the name of uh, Abdullah... Kasim, I'm surprised you even tried it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, he who is going to jail. Uh, he received a three-month jail sentence after he must have done something terrible. He must have done something pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see, three-month jail ban. Now we have an NFL player that on camera punched his wife in the head, knocked her out, and then dragged her out of an elevator. Uh, no time in jail. No time two, in jail. Two games. He uh, he uh, couldn't suspension, play. Suspension, yeah. which. Uh, yeah. Eventually became a, I think, a full season ban, but no jail time. So what this guy must have done must have been terrible. No, he well, he uh, yeah, it became a full season ban, but it got overturned because yeah. th- there was no precedent uh, for that. Right. Uh, uh, for uh, Ray Rice, yeah. Uh, but what uh, Abdullah did got to be worse than punching your wife in the head, and knocking her out. Um, uh, received a three month jail sentence after insulting his national team manager, Mahdi Ali, in a video. Mm, and then he punched the manager's wife in the head. He did not do any no. anything <laughs> of the sort. <laughs> There's none of that. So that's it. Just offending the manager. Yeah. So he, him and another. Uh, so uh, uh, he got. Uh, he was upset because he didn't make the squad. So he got he got Donovan by. Right. Uh, by <laughs> he got LD LD ten. So he got he got that uh, done to him. So he got he was very upset. Uh, and on film. Uh, you know, you can't, and apparently in, in the middle, and not enough the middle East necessarily, but let's just, let's just generalize. Yeah, let's uh, generalize. Why <laughs> have a, why have done research before bringing this but up? But in the, in the, in the Emirates, uh, you cannot, uh, publicly make any, uh, you, you can't badmouth anybody publicly wow. on the internet or anything. So the, basically the crime was, it says that, uh, the duo were found, the duo were found guilty of using telecommunication services to offend and hurt the feelings of others. <laughs> feelings like, don't get on, don't, don't get on American Twitter. Uh, Please don't. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Black Twitter would not exist. <laughs> Black Twitter. That's all it is. How about this? Yelp must be the most boring website. <laughs> Everyone's got five stars. Yep. Everyone, <laughs> every restaurant. Just a uh, constant like pics of being happy with every yeah. meal <laughs> or never or, sending anything back or <laughs> or is it well i mean i'd be afraid to send something back uh but isn't it uh like uh, you know like you have to be super nice like this was the coolest food poisoning i've had all year <laughs> uh it's awesome atmosphere as i shat myself yeah uh you, i think you also get uh six years in prison for just for ordering pork is that true? No, I don't know. Oh, I was like, <laughs> you said that so real. I was like, oh man, I'm dead. 
don't see, go on what's a US crazy is that, it, not getting pork ordering it it's it sounds so believable you completely yeah, believe yeah, me i did 100 <laughs> percent. because i would make that mistake i'd be like what do you guys have as far as chicharron <laughs> and i would be no you'd be done uh yeah so uh it's it, actual prison I, I don't think there's really much you can do there's not much of an appeals process uh when it comes to this stuff uh so he's gonna spend three months in jail did, do you think the manager had to prove his feelings were hurt? He's like, here's a picture of me frowning. Uh, I don't think. I think the they. I use the I use the frowny emoji, <laughs> which another three months in jail. I I presume in this country, uh, you know, they have people in power who want to stay in power. Yeah. Uh, they don't want any sort of uh, disorderly conduct. Of course not. They don't want any slander. No. Any libel. I mean, who does? <laughs> So they, you know, they or keep, honesty. You don't want that either. They keep that, you know, pretty tight. Uh, you know, so we, you know, we have to. Uh, it, it, stories like this make me like uh, appreciate being a being an American, I guess. You yeah. know, because we can say things, you know, like, "Hey, United Arab Emirates, you guys are dicks for <laughs> yeah, doing that." Yeah, yeah. And we're not. We don't get in Thank trouble. You for pulling back <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we don't like the way you did that. Yeah. <gasps> But they also have a lot of money. I don't know what they. Can, I don't want to speak too you yeah, know, harshly. I mean, I'm sure it's a wonderful country. Yeah, we, we I've, been, I've been to Dubai. Have you? I have. Yeah. Uh, terrible place. <laughs> really? Mostly. I think I, I've heard from many people that they're like, we love it. It's that, that weird hidden slavery that really upsets <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, that's kind of the the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, the problem with Dubai is uh, it's it's it feels incredibly artificial. It's lacking any real culture. Yeah. Uh, the 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 city is so new. And it, it, it feels it feels like it's in its infancy, but it's like it feels like someone, you know, when parents uh, when they, like they have their first kid and they buy their kid all the new all the new and expensive cribs and, and yeah. the, the three thousand dollar carriage and all right. that stuff. All this unnecessary stuff. It's unnecessary. And that's exactly what it feels like. There is there is a building in Dubai. I don't know the name of it, but I, I was just awed by it all the time every time i would pass uh pass it it is a giant building it looks like a normal building you would see in, in new york but it has a it in in like protruding from the building yeah is a giant camera lens now i don't i don't believe it's functional or anything right. but so picture you know buildings uh, a big building a big office building with windows and like nice little windows but then in the middle of all the windows just a giant like canon like a two story or like, like a ten like, story. Like it, it's probably about three, three to four stories. Jeez, just out of the building. So it's like, why do you need this in this <laughs> literal <laughs> desert? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what benefit. What is it? like? It, it's a, it's to someone who has too much money yeah. and wants to impress somebody. You know, I did um, I did the improv in Irvine, which wonderful club. Mm -hmm. uh, if they're listening. A little too big. It's six hundred seats. Okay, that's a theater. That's not a comedy. You can't, you club. can't sell that out, Alexis. I. You know what? They knew I was coming, and I think <laughs> it was such a ruckus uh, that they decided to only allow one hundred and fifty. Okay. Uh, but it's so big, right now. It's also in 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 one of these like um kind of new. They're they're like not outdoor malls. They feel like um kind of like Miami a little bit. Like they're they're not outdoor malls. They're almost like outdoor mall cities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it looks like a mall, but there's no residences there. Maybe there are some tucked away, but like it's just this massive sprawling like commercial area that like um you know when I was a kid we would go to Secaucus every once in a while because they had like a Sizzler there you know and it was like right? I mean you mean started from the bottom. <laughs> I uh, come on Texas toast. I don't know what it was, but I'm like this bread's already buttered. I don't have to do anything. It's perfect. I'm gonna go put soy sauce on my on my noodles. Uh, this is amazing. Everything tasted like garbage. And but the area like had a it had like a theater and a bunch of other stores and restaurants. It was cool to walk around. Imagine a massive one of those. And I was walking around. And I said this is cool, and everyone acts like it's cool. But this there's no culture here. There's no there's no essence of anything happening. It's just like all manufactured so that it looks cool. And then you just come in here and hang out, and it's safe. And there's nothing wrong with it. And there's no you know there's no character to it whatsoever there's no culture there mm -hmm. i assume that's the same thing that dubai is like it uh i would yes i would it say seems so. like modern and, and and oh yeah like on paper it's perfect but they're like 
perfect is super boring, you know? Like, right. when I look in the mirror, you know, I get really bored. You know? Because <laughs> of uh, all that perfection. Because of all the perfection. That perfectly coiffed hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the hair. <laughs> it, does it, it does itself. You know how hard that is? <laughs> I wanted to do something wild with it. It says, no, you're, you're a classic no, no, man. No, no, no. You're we, a classic we, man. We've already found the, the formula for success. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we will not change it. Speaking of formula for success, new headshots. I'm wearing an NYCFC uh, track jacket. In. Yeah. Someone called it a track jacket. I was like, all right, well, with my accent, that sounds terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not a track jacket so much as it is a sports jacket. I like yeah. it. Well, it's not really a sports jacket. That's a blazer. Uh, uh, whatever. A, 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 a training training jacket yeah, i don't know uh, what. a training zip up how about that yeah that i'm fine with that well, there we go i'm Definitely. glad you approve <laughs> uh but check it out because already people have started to turn this headshot into a meme not yeah. as active as the so, first one yeah so if, if yeah, some people hearing this will so alexis has so alexis's wife is a photographer very great photographer gifted very gifted d shoots it go Talking about myself uh, uh check her on all yeah, the social media platforms uh, and great. dshoots.com yeah d-e-e-s-h-o-o-t-s -E -E anyway and uh so obviously when it comes to getting headshots he's not going to go to anybody else because that is that is grounds for divorce are you kidding me you know, <laughs> okay. that's like if my wife laughs at anyone else's jokes you're out of the house <laughs> out of the house hey, my house i mean one bedroom apartment rules are rules yeah uh so she's loyal uh so she took uh, a headshot that was lovely. Once uh, again, I just early early this year, maybe last uh, late last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, earlier this year, I was walking out of the bathroom. My wife was testing new lights. I sat down, snapped a couple photos. That's all I know. So after that happened, uh, another comedian friend of ours, Kyle Ayers. Yeah, very gifted, very funny, uh, very funny man. Also, oh, a good little at, too good at Photoshop. Good at Photoshop, <laughs> <laughs> and he he created a uh, 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 like uh, put me in as if like it was like an ad for hair a new club TV for show. men. Oh, no, okay, so, yeah. So and then it became from there, and I think the last one was the uh, Just for Men Just ad. for Men. Not the hair clip for men. No one yeah. thinks, you know, please yeah. don't tug on my hair, <laughs> but it is real. Uh, the little bit that's so left. So it, it was a great, it became a meme yeah, in the comedy community, yeah. and there's so many different uh, uh, images that people created, and then he took another headshot. This was like two days two ago. Two days ago. And I mean, within minutes within minutes minutes it became a meme <laughs> yeah someone i mean literally i put it my wife put it up not me and i said to her i was like you know what i don't know i think people are gonna try to turn this into a meme why don't i why don't we not put it up and then i heard like bing on her computer <laughs> and i said and here we are <laughs> and and within seconds someone put me in in a billboard for scientology because well, it, it, it's and zach garner zach who's garner. also very good at photoshop he's great a and little it, too good it also it, it happened so quickly that it felt like it was people were waiting yeah, for this. I think someone had, <laughs> Zach had the cutout of me and a Scientology billboard and was just waiting. Yeah, and he just needed one, to paste you in the image. The other one was a joke. There were so many of them, people knew they weren't real. This one, because it was just that one and it's so perfect. <laughs> people have been messaging me like, because they know that I do the modeling thing, right? People think I modeled for a Scientology ad. And they're like, dude, is this serious? People seriously think. And I personally, I would I would love to. I don't care. Yeah. If you put money in my pocket, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Make me ISIS member number three. I could care less if you put me in a billboard. As long as I got paid for it, do whatever you want. Okay. Dicks in my mouth. I could care less. As long as you Photoshop it, I don't actually have to do it. I could care less. Do it all. Put money in my pocket yeah so if you look up uh alexis uh on facebook or uh i don't know if, i don't know if you posted it anywhere else i haven't yet but i'll i'll post it on my they're, they're so they're, they're great and they and i i don't think they're gonna stop anytime you soon. you know what we should post all of them on uh soccer so, yeah, yeah we'll... look it up there and on the instagram yeah yeah they're great they're great yeah, uh, that's another way to get people in charge uh <laughs> we'll be back after these uh this uh little break anything else you want to talk about on this first uh, segment? i mean we'll, well let's we'll talk about uh everton's embarrassing loss uh, yeah yeah we'll do a little uh epl <laughs> I'm, I'm in high spirit so why not uh yeah so that's uh you know i'll deal with my depression nice well your choice your bed you made it now lay in it uh us gooners were happy we'll be right back after this 17 goals, 33 games. He has room and time for more. And now it's Orlando looking for the third one. Laren is on the right side. Rivas is on the left. It's for Rivas. Laren's closing down. No goal. Well, how on earth that one stands out. The look from Laren. What a ball again from Rivas into that zone. Five seconds. And everybody in Orlando will be watching New England and Montreal tomorrow. That's it. 
And we're back. And uh, I made a little bit of a flub in the first segment. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could pick it out. It's when people say, like, yeah, it's when you called yourself perfect. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, well, proving that I'm not. Um, I said that NYCFC hadn't played. And I think my body just wanted to forget the Orlando loss. Yeah. I, I think it, it, we're already sort of, uh, we know we're out of the playoffs this yeah. this season. Is but they're not walking through. Although it seems like because of the the uh, the, the score that we sort of waltzed through it. But Well, the, the game itself was, uh, I don't know. I felt like the second half, the team kind of. Yeah, there was there wasn't much kind of, passion. Not there. quit necessarily, but you know, it's yeah. that th- that same yeah exactly that they same passion is not Fabian there. Fabian Johnson, the hell wanted <laughs> off the pitch. Uh, six people will get that. All right. Um, yeah, tough loss. I think the toughest part of the loss is watching a rookie just carve up our back four. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think there was so many issues. There was just so much. <laughs> You're like, look, why even focus? There's on so that? much. There was so much a lack of communication. Yeah. Uh, there was there was definitely you know uh, a few players that hadn't gotten much time yeah. you know that now that the games don't mean as much they're trying out a, a different sort of back four yeah uh, or coming in and scoring Sirabo uh, I'm talking about Kwame Watson Sirabo yeah. am I saying it correctly now I, yeah I mean that guy he can't uh, he can't handle a pass but he can <laughs> boy can he rock it out a shot he huh? blasted it yeah that was cool to see you know because you know some of the other players who haven't gotten as much time got yeah. got that time and to see one of them score uh, and I, I I don't know if this is correct because I haven't looked this up but I believe he, he is the first defender to score is that for our team, for our team for NYCFC. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'll look that up. I don't think any other defender. Has I know scored. that was his first score. Yeah, for our team, about, without a shadow of a doubt. He opened the account <laughs> one game but left to go in the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, tough, tough match all the way around. Uh, Over looked overmatched. Uh, well, it was a game that Orlando needed to win. And, yeah, and, and I mean, you and I handled our own banter-wise with some of the Orlando faithful on, yeah. uh, on the Soccer Cooligans Twitter. If you don't follow us at Soccer Cooligans, please do, <laughs> because uh, we seem to be the people they go after uh, whenever <laughs> whenever there's an opportunity. And I will say this. Uh, I think it's proven now that, you know, the way they came into the league is not necessarily better, but it makes them a bit more prepared. Now, I would not have chosen, and I don't think anyone, anyone smart business-wise would have chosen to say, oh, you paid $100 million for a club, Manchester City and the New York Yankees. Uh, why don't you start uh, in the USL, and then we'll bump you up next year to kind of give you... That would have been dumb. You could see by the amount of people that showed up to the stadium, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of season tickets they've sold. That would have been dumb. This team should have been on the field. And look, I or on the pitch, I should say. And and I understand, and I'm frustrated as everyone else that we didn't make the playoffs, mostly because we were so close. I mean, we had an 11-game winless streak in the middle, and we still got close. Yeah. So we were obviously better. If Lampard would have started the season with us, I think we would have made the playoffs. That said, and all those things aside... We had a pretty good season, and I think we would have had a better season if we had a bit more depth, right? So, yeah, Lampard and all those would have been great. But you look at Orlando. I mean, these guys, some of these players have been playing with Orlando for a long time. You know, they, they were a part of the uh, – were they USL or NASL? The lower, idea. yeah, the lower league team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, today they just announced that they have a women's team. They're they're op- they they just Orlando Pride is the name of their NWSL. Good for them. Yeah, happy for that. Um, uh, Can we get players from their squad? Hopefully, uh, <laughs> yeah. Poku putting on a wig uh, and going. But I've been saying this from the beginning. I think we need an NYCFC too. We need a place to stash all of these players that guys like Kwame Watson, Sirabo, yeah. guys like you know, uh, you know, Patrick Mullins. You know, those guys that aren't playing all the time but are obviously very good need a competitive league to keep their sharpness, and we Mm -hmm. don't have that. All we have are the 11 guys we're starting, and that's it. And with all the changes we made to our lineup, this is what happened, you know? I mean, we were good enough to make at least the playoffs. We might not have been, you know, a big run, but we were at least good enough. I mean, Tommy Mack goes on a run, and he's not even starting anymore. That guy should have been in NYCFC 2 or something, or maybe in a reserve league to get, you know, get the juices flowing. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any juices flowing. Well, that, I mean, that is the, you know, the the concern, the difficulty of uh, obviously of an expansion team. It's like structurally, you, it's all new. Everything's new. You're like, oh, wait, where do we? This has been. This season is to build that that foundation. Yeah, we're like a building with a big old lens coming out of it. Is it necessary? <laughs> you know, we're brand new. Yeah, sure. Maybe is that what is that what Pirlo is? A yeah, big old, <laughs> big old, big old lens. unnecessary lens. <laughs> big old, 
I mean, you know, if you ask some people that aren't Italian. Look, I, I mean, I don't think, uh, I don't think this is necessarily bad in 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 how I feel about this, but I I believe, especially Pirlo, was a let's look. Lampard's not here. We need somebody that's gonna attract, get people in the seats. Yeah. And gonna uh, attract some interest to this team. Sure. So I, I don't think they were really thinking like, oh, Peel is gonna be a, a perfect, uh, you know, that, that's gonna fix everything, that's gonna end this losing streak. It's just, look, we kind of. You didn't? Because I thought that. I was like, here he comes. No. Come on. He just he just helped Juventus get to a Champions League final. I mean, I, I don't deny that he's it, obviously you're, you're bringing a quality player. Still on the uh, But I don't think that player. was the priority. I think it was like I, you, with, the, with, with the amount of midfielders that we had. And we already had Lampard who was about to who was about to show up. But I think they saw it as an opportunity. To okay, let, but OK. Well, I, yeah, I, I get a what you're financial saying. opportunity. That's all makes sense. Is there any club in the world that would have said no to Pirlo? No, no, with that. No. no, I don't think you there is a you club. Can't, you can't say no. No. Well, first of all, it's physically <laughs> incapable. If he's looking at you with his eyes, then no. Yeah, you can't say it. Uh, I would never be able to. I'm like, are you sure you want my apartment? All right, George. Exactly. Um, but that said, like, I don't think any club. Arsenal would have taken Pirlo. You know what I mean? Everton would have taken Pirlo. We all would have taken Pirlo. We took Pirlo, and you think Pirlo goes to MLS, and I love MLS, okay? I think it's great. I love it. There's problems with it. There's things I want to change. But, okay, not the level of Premier League, not the level of the Serie A, maybe maybe mid-table or low-table, but not where Mm -hmm. Juventus is playing, not Champions League. Uh, You thought he would have a bigger influence on uh, what happened than what has happened. No? I did. I did think that. But look, look, you you gotta you gotta accept the quality of players that you have. You you gotta yeah. understand that they you know they are, you know they they don't they didn't come from the same uh, 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 you know football background that Andrea Pirlo did, and it is it is you know boys playing amongst men, you know, yeah. and when it comes when you see the difference in uh, in those in in Villa uh, Lampard. And and Pirlo, I mean, even on on FIFA 16, when you see the 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 difference in quality yeah. of the players, the way they're rated, right? You know, it's not. It is a video game, but it's not far from the from reality, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, and it, it may there changes may need to be made on the, some of those rankings, but not that big of a change. Yeah, yeah. and you know, Pirlo is not. Uh, he's never been not. I don't, I don't say never, but he's he's not the 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 a dominant striker by any means no. he, he 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 manipulates the field i mean he knows he knows how to get the ball to people who are good at at scoring and, and finishing he, yeah. and he's done that yeah he has not scored himself but the that he's is so close he's so close so, so a few times so close. <laughs> beautiful beautiful uh, uh you know potential goals and don't you want to see him running down the field just screaming you yeah know, just just joy coming out of him <laughs> he's the kind of guy you want to get him a christmas gift yeah you know? I, wouldn't it be great if he uh if he scores in this final game oh i think necessary to uh, be honest with you I, I, because I, that first half match he came in was magical i yeah. think we could all agree that mm-hmm. the feeling in the stadium and the way he was just pinging you know, I mean, remember, remember, uh, remember, uh, Mix just almost killing himself trying to score yeah. off of an assist from Pirlo, which I think is his dream. I think he's mentioned <laughs> that's his dream. So yeah, I mean, look, so many, and then you know, hasn't played that great since. You know, uh, either he hasn't played that great, or maybe his passes haven't found the areas that he wanted to, or maybe the people didn't get themselves in position to where he thought they were going to go, and other players maybe back in Juventus would, but. Yeah, not not necessarily the the, the smoothest. Yeah. Uh, second half. And of the these season. and look and these these final games obviously don't mean anything in in, in terms of of standings. Yeah, they're not going to get us into the playoffs. It's uh, impossible. I mean, it's it'll uh, uh, for for the for the fan morale. It'd be nice if we won. If we yeah. played. What well, I mean, my concern is like, hey, play well, guys. That'd be kind of dope well, if you did that. I think what I would have loved is if they knocked Orlando out of the playoffs, yeah, which we would have done with a draw and or loss. Yeah. You would have a shot to knock them out of the playoffs. Uh, the only t- expansion team to ever get in the playoffs has been uh, Seattle Sounders. Mm-hmm. Do you want that list to be Seattle Sounders and Orlando City the same year that NYCFC started to have this <laughs> massive you know, spending spree and still didn't make it in the playoffs? Do you want that to be the narrative? These guys are dressing up like unicorns, and you want them talking shit about us? Come on. Yeah, but you know they're not going to make the playoffs. Montreal's going to make it. Oh, uh, sure, and it looks like they will. But yeah. you know, we had the ch- we had the chance to make that happen. Yeah, 
and we couldn't. And that pissed me off. And they and a kid is scoring all over us. Kyle Aaron, yeah. Yeah, Kyle Aaron. Man, he looks good. God. <laughs> God, he's just out there, just out, you know, at will. Very comfortable scoring. You he's know, a big dude. It. He's he's pretty dominant. He he he's like a. Uh, not uh, kind of like a Josie, I guess. I mean, he's a yeah. he's a presence. Is he American? I believe so. Oh no, I think he's Canadian. If is I'm, he? If I'm not mistaken, I think he's Canadian because I think he plays for the Canadian national team. Oh, I was gonna say that guy should be on the American yeah, national yeah, team. Yeah, he plays for Canada. Canada. Well, that's six two one ninety. Even more reason to put a hold on that and put a stop on that guy. Yeah, six two one ninety. Jesus. Well, I weighed 190 once in my life. I've never been 6'2". I've never weighed 190. No? All right. Rub it in. Trying uh, to get there. <laughs> no, I wish I could get there, you know? Well, I mean, let's let's cut an end to this segment. But I will say this. Uh, we talked a little bit about NYCFC. We haven't really talked about it. But as a quick uh, follow-up to, uh, you know, you having not chosen Arsenal uh, and, and betraying <laughs> is, me. Yeah, it's, it's not even about who I chose. It's about who I didn't choose. Yeah, yeah. You betrayed me <laughs> uh, and you chose Everton. And, and boy, have they been on a slide since. Well, not a slide. They lost very, poor, you know, very badly to, to you know, one of the uh, a top tier squad. We, you know, yeah. there's a lot of history there. But, you know, they they got dominated. Yeah. What was the final? 3-0. Uh, 3-0. 3-0 Manchester so. United. and uh, Which sounds a lot like the score Arsenal beat them by... The previous week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was that is that right? I don't, I don't yeah. know. My my so, memory is very foggy. I'm sure it is at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because mine would be if the tables were turned. Uh, but yeah, Arsenal looking great. And again, I look, you know, three nil we beat Manchester United, and three nil we beat Watford. Yeah, uh, which you know, it's funny. I was thinking about Klopp now being the uh, Liverpool manager. The Watford kit looks almost exactly like the Borussia Dortmund kit. He should have just went and managed Watford. Would that have been nice? He didn't have to change any of his clothes. <laughs> you know, he's like, I already got a lot of black and yellow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what they expect uh, from him uh, or, or just from Liverpool. It's just, I, I think it's at this point, it's just not to be too humiliated. Yeah, I uh, think if they finish in the Champions League, they're they're they hail him as a but hero. They're, they're not. You don't know that. But if they can finish in the no, top Alexis, four. No, Alexis, this is the first year I'm watching the Premier League. Yeah. I do know that. You think they're not going to finish in the top four? <laughs> I don't think so. It's going to be tough. But I don't think, look, I don't think West Ham is in there now. And I don't think they're going to be a part of the uh, argument moving forward. My guess, uh, I think, so West Ham is in it now. They're fourth. But I. Arsenal, tippity top of the second place. Not, t- I th- not tippity top, but. I, I think it's going to stay this way. I think it's going to be Manchester, Arsenal, Man U. And I think it's Leicester, not West Ham. I think. I think. You think the, Leicester City is going to finish in the top fourth? There I, would be. There would be bloody I think, murder parade. I almost parades. think they will. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think they could I get mean, into Europa. I think. Uh, I think. I think once teams figure them out, they do look good. Oh man, do they look good? And yeah. that Riyad Mahrez. I mean, mm-hmm. and boy, Vardy. That, yeah, Vardy looks great. And people too. want. People want to uh, buy Vardy, and they don't. They don't want to. Uh, I. I think the owner was uh, recently saying how he. He like just. On print was like, I'm not gonna sell him unless you give me a lot of money. Yeah, like not and good. not even subtle about like, look, he's very important to it. No, it's like yeah. you want him. Yeah, you, you throw me money in my face, a lot of it. Yeah, you need to make it rain, <laughs> flood in this joint. Yeah, because I am not getting rid yeah, of him. Not happening. I'll spin around a pole. I will not. Yeah, sell no him. emotional yeah. attachment. No, nothing about the growth of the player. No, nothing. No, just, no. He's just like, yo, I know what I got, and it's worth what. You give me guap on guap on guap. Yeah, and I mean, look, you guys didn't sell stones, right? Yeah, and, and he has every right to 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 sort of uh, you know uh, uh, hold his player, which is his, you know, and uh, and hold his contract and say you're not getting it, you know, mm-hmm. you're not getting it unless you give me a whole. You lot want of money. this? You gotta yeah. have to work for it. You can't have it. <laughs> you can't afford it. <laughs> All right. When we get back, we'll talk about a little bit about um, a message that we posted up that we hope uh, some people kind of get involved in. Uh, we'll give what our uh, best of the season, worst of the season, and uh, think changes for next year when we get back. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Absolutely. We'll talk all about that when we get back. Thank you for calling the Cooligans Hotline. We want to hear from you, the fans. One, tell us what you thought your favorite moment of this year so far was with NYCFC. Two, tell us what you're looking forward to next year as an NYCFC fan. The number and three, tell us the toughest moment was for you as an NYCFC fan this year. Let us know those things. Make sure you give us your name and a way of contact by either Twitter or some other form of social media and make sure you spell both 
spell your name, spell your Twitter handle, and also we will put you in the podcast if we like what you're saying. That's why we need your information. So let us know what you think. Best moment of the year so far, toughest moment of the year so far, and what are you expecting from NYCFC next year? Maybe you're looking for changes. Let us know after the beat. What's up, Cooligans? We, you know what? We've, we've been uh, hearing so much from fans, uh, from people at games, uh, people who are supportive of what we're doing, but we want to get you guys on the podcast. We want to hear you. We want to get you guys involved. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's been like, a, a, you know, great. It's get, getting, all the, getting all the feedback, getting the, the tweets, the emails, all that so stuff. So positive, uh, which is great. But we want to hear your voices. Yeah. What, what do you have to say about NYCFC? And here's the thing. Like, we've, we've never claimed that we're the main NYCFC podcast. We never claim to be. No. You know, the ones that, that will sit here and, and uh, you know, produce breaking news for the team. No, we try to talk about, we try to add a little levity to soccer. Re- regardless of how we, how much we, you know, uh, stake out uh, some of the players' apartments and hang yeah, out, we, yeah. we try to get, we try to get scoops, but yeah. we're, we're just not very good at that. We'll take them out to go get scoops of ice cream. <laughs> you know, we, we want to be a part, obviously, but here's the thing. Yeah, we've never been like, you know, there's other places you can go if you want to talk. Uh, if you want to talk to some of the fans of the of the team, there's other places you can go if you want to hear like tactical breakdowns. Yeah, that's not us, man. We're trying to add a little levity to soccer, and we talk a lot about NYCFC because we happen to be season ticket holders. But because we're season ticket holders and it's the first season, there's a lot of people uh, right now that are in the same position we are, which is look, we clearly enjoy going to the games, we clearly love the team, but there's some things that we'd love to change. There's some times that we've had a lot of fun. What is you know, what is your favorite? Tell us. And we have a hotline uh, that we created just for you. We called uh, we called Bell South, right? And we said, put in a landline. Uh, let's get a hotline. We have a red phone installed yeah. right on the wall right there. Because I know when that hotline blinks, <laughs> it can only mean one thing, and that's that you want to tell us about NYCFC. Yeah. Come on up. Ben. Remix. Hey, come on. No, <laughs> Man, I'm proud of myself. So call you can call 646-598-8721. That's 646 598 Eight seven two one, and Poku's in there. If you notice, eighty eight is in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so seven twenty one. Come on, you if you if you really break it down, you'll see a couple of the players. There. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, uh, Da Vinci Code esque. Yeah. Uh, you know, theories and secrets. Absolutely. This this, this conspiracy theory is about the Cooligans already, yeah, already, <laughs> and they're all true. <laughs> no. uh, but if we want you guys to call six four six five nine eight eight seven two one. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the message. It'll tell you exactly what we want. Uh, we want to know what your favorite moment of the season is or your the best moment of the season so far the toughest moment for you of the season uh and obviously what changes do you want to see next year uh and let's you know we'll start it off how does that sound yeah that's and cool. we'll tell you what our three would be so christian if you would have to say we'll do best moments first what sure. for you was the best moment of the season so far uh i mentioned this before but best moment of the season had to be uh carrie shelton uh, scoring <laughs> the game that you missed. No, that no, you left. The, the moment I <laughs> the missed. Moment this is missed. simply the moment I missed. <laughs> that uh, Kyrie Shelton uh, scored against the Chicago Fire mm-hmm. uh, in extra time. Extra time. And uh, the, I mean to draw. I, to draw. It yeah. was. We were down two one, and the, I mean I vividly just remember the feeling I felt when that ball went in the net and. Yankee, I've never seen Yankee Stadium. Oh come on! That rocking, not even, <laughs> not even when Aaron Boone hit that home run. <laughs> oh. um, uh, the roar from the subway platform was deafening. Yeah, and I was like, "That's eh, a penalty." <laughs> That's my first. And then it kept going. I was like, "That's eh, a goal." And then I looked it up, and yeah, yeah, um, Kyrie Shelton scored uh, his first goal of the season. First goal of the season. Uh, so just. I literally jumped out of I, w- I jumped out of uh, I was in the bleachers. I jumped out of I was in the center aisle jumping around like a maniac. Ne- I thought you were going to say it was your favorite because I wasn't there. That would have <laughs> broken my heart. I uh, sure, but I, you know, I'll 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 save breaking your heart for later. I'll, I'm sure I'll disappoint you some other way. Oh, it'll happen by the end of this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll be disappointed when Everton uh, wins the league. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We're going to wait a while for that. Uh, my my best moment, and I, this was a tough decision, and I think a lot of people are going to say when when Pierre Law walked onto the pitch. And if you do, I'm not going to hate you for it because man, that stadium. I don't think I've ever been somewhere where everyone had the same idea in mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even people that were there to, to root for the other team were like, oh, Pirlo's coming in. This yeah. is going to be awesome. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, look, 
uh, We Want Poku was a really big moment when the entire stadium, even the opposite end of the supporters uh, section, started chanting We Want Poku, which is awesome, right? Pirlo was one of those moments where him coming in, there was this like people were just trying to release energy out of their bodies. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't scream. You couldn't grip your hands. You couldn't jump high enough to, to expel the feeling. You there, had. I mean, there was so much tension built in. I mean, there was that losing streak. Right. There was, Will he start? Won't he start? There was so much, uh, uh, you know, uh, frustration that we yeah. needed to get All out. the Frank Lampard frustration was being channeled into that. Yeah. That was a great moment. But I think the moment for me that I think brought me the most joy was David Villa scoring the first goal at home uh, in our for, in our home opener? Mm-hmm. I mean his his reaction and he meant so much. It meant so much to me that he came in and said, "I want to be a part of the team and I want to help build this." He wasn't looking at this as a retirement home. I don't care what any dude in England or, or anywhere says. He didn't come in here that way. He came in here and said, "No, I want to build something." And my God, what a great you know everything he did, dude. He tried to he took away. Remember the song. That he did in the beginning of the season. What? No, what song? Oh, you remember that terrible song he sang? He sang a song with like a singer. It was like in a studio. I've it's never like, seen this. Oh my god! All right, well that's how we're gonna break. <laughs> that's how we're gonna leave this podcast. I'm gonna play this song. Okay. It was quite possibly where I was like, oh, at least he's not coming in and being like corny and. Rid-. And then this song came out, and I was like, oh my god, I'm, I could not be more embarrassed. Yeah. And then him scoring that goal just relieved all of that because Mick <laughs> scored the first goal for our club. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in, in Orlando. Yeah, in Orlando, which was awesome. But this was. The, man, him scoring at home, and we all it, we all thought the future was going to be rosy. I actually thought I had this thought, and I'm not going to lie to you. And I think I've said it on the podcast before. I go, how can we possibly lose a game? You know, <laughs> we're we're yeah. running away with this. <laughs> and I really thought that. I swear to God, I thought that. And I'm an idiot. But that moment was that pure bliss and naivety. Exactly. That for me was the best moment of the season. Besides us. Uh, really getting to hang out a lot. That was probably <laughs> see, see what I did there? And that made you feel even worse. Uh, but no, honestly, that, that, that for me was the best moment club-wise. Okay. What uh, about toughest, if you had to say? Uh, toughest uh, had to be the LA Galaxy loss. Uh, very humiliating loss. Yeah. And, they, uh, and also... I wish NYCFC was there to see it. Uh, <laughs> they did not show up. They, no, they did. I don't know who those guys were. You know, especially... Uh, being a part of uh, these supporters groups and you see how, uh, you know, a lot of fans are now, we have groups that go to the road games. Yeah, we have very dedicated away fans, and that's awesome. Large groups of people. Yeah, who, well, I think we're one of the biggest traveling fan bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they when they went to Los Angeles to go see a very big game, you know, they're, they're only playing once this, this season. Yeah. And Giovanni DeSantos, Roy, uh, Robbie Keane. <laughs> Just Roy Keane, he'd be a little older. He might think I wish he was on there. Uh, Robbie Keane, and you got you know obviously uh, Gerard. Yeah, and then the, their whole cast of, uh, of players. They and they just absolutely dominated the Demolished team. Demolished us. And and there is a you know a little bit of an edge. It, it NYCFC it sort of feels like the the New England Patriots uh, without the success in that when any team who wants please to, don't ever say that again. No, it's uh, like we're like the Yankees. No, no, no. no. We we want to uh, uh, because of the 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 players on the, are on the squad. Yeah. There's a, a there's a bit of a like extra. Uh, incentive to win. It's like, oh yeah, you got all these players, but we're, we we want to beat you because we're going to show you that it's not about just paying. Uh, uh, we're not a marketing piece. Exactly. Yeah. So there, so Ali Galski did not hold back at all. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> as if gold differential would have mattered. Five, I think it was five one the yeah. final uh, score. It was a dismantling. It reminded me of the eight two Manchester United when they beat Arsenal. Mm-hmm. They, I felt the same way. I felt defeated. Um, I felt like there's no turning back. You yeah. know, this is what the season's going to be like. And luckily, that changed, and so did our season a little bit. It got better after that. That's a really tough moment. I think for me, the toughest moment um, is uh, the toughest moment for me was just being knocked out of the playoffs because I still had hope uh, that we were going to make it. So when it finally was decided that we were 100% out, uh, there was a little bit of relief. But for me, the toughest thing was this season isn't going to extend. We didn't get to sort of prove everyone wrong. I didn't think we were going to win the MLS Cup. I had I had this small hope that maybe we could make a run in the playoffs. But I kept saying, just get into the playoffs, and that's another season. Another season begins in the playoffs. Yeah. Very American sports-wise, when you get in the playoffs, everything changes. And I thought we 
would have been able to sort of hold up. But, you know, look, our back four. I mean, I love all the guys on there, and I hope they all find success away from this team because please get off this team. If you're <laughs> a member of the back four, other than R.J. Allen and Shea Facey and Angelino, you're not wanted. Uh, I'm okay. sorry, not by me. Uh, you know, it's just it's too hard. I can't. We need, we need a center back pairing. We need something. Uh, yeah. So that for me was the toughest season, just being fully knocked out of the playoffs. That, that was tough for me. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I did say. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said the. Uh, the well, what guys. about changes? I'm sorry. What about uh, the last thing we want you guys to talk about? Uh, leave us a message with all with what your best moment, toughest moment. And the third one is changes for next year. What changes would you make? You know what? The only thing I, you know, I'm not as as well versed in in the the, the tactics of the game as I, w- I sort of want to be, but I, right. I I would say from from a you know a, a more than casual fan, I I would say. The thing I want the most is stability in the lineup. You know, I don't. We there were so many changes. Oh my god! Where no one really could develop any chemistry. Uh, yeah, yes, we did have injuries. We did have, you know, yeah, several. some were necessary, but a lot of them weren't. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, especially in that constant swap of of the back four and and the midfield, like. It was tough. It was tough. There was just no, there were you. You really didn't see any any real cohesion building from game to game. So the change you would make is to add a little bit more consistency in our first eleven. Yeah, have have you know that confidence and who you want to sort of you know yeah. be there. Uh, and I think I think that I think you're making a good point because a lot of managers will say if you're not uh, playing well, uh, then we'll start you and then we'll sub you out early, which I think makes a bigger statement than not starting someone yeah. because it gives the other person an opportunity to sort of see what's happening in the game and come in and make a difference because they are a different person and, and the defender hasn't withheld them yet, you know, hasn't, yeah. hasn't played against them. So I think a lot of people view that, that view that as being a bigger, a bigger change maker than just sitting someone, yeah. you know, that just creates frustration. And then it puts a lot of onus on the next guy to come in and play better than that when they haven't started all season or maybe they haven't so on and so forth. So yeah, I think, that's a big I think I think what you're saying is dead on. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, we want everyone out. All right. And I'm I'm probably gonna say that next. But uh, <laughs> you know, you need to, to be that more consistent and let someone start but maybe sub them out at half. That's a big And sign. it does say it does say a lot, especially about uh, Ned Grabavoy, who did not miss many games. He started a lot of games. Whether we wanted him or not. Yeah, and, and you know, we were all very frustrated with him. We, we didn't think he maybe deserved a, a starting spot. Or maybe we just thought the other talent on the team was probably, uh, uh, you know, they, they had, they were, uh, it was more justified that they would get to start. Right. And um, look, I can say, yeah, he's not the most talented guy. Sure. But when it comes to a, a team dynamic, he he didn't hurt the chemistry of the team. No, he didn't. He definitely is a, a, a cog in getting that team to function. And it says a lot about the other players on the bench that couldn't win a starting spot from him. Yeah, that's absolutely true. 